Blog Talk Radio. your host here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am a certified reconnective healing practitioner, sound therapist, and positive psychology practitioner with a private practice in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. 
our chat room is open, so please feel free to join in the discussion that's happening online. We do keep an eye on the chat room, so if you have a question, go ahead and post it, and we'll do our best to get your question on air. As an alternative for those of you who are on the go and you cannot continue to listen online, please call us directly by dialing 347-202-0227, and that way you can listen via phone, or please be sure to use Bluetooth if you are driving about. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. With Audible.com, you can listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want, and you can get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. You know, Thanksgiving Day was just last week, and we're now fully entrenched in the season of giving. Whether you're giving gifts or words of gratitude, this is the time of year when most people truly take note of what it means to be in joy, to be happy, filled with thanks and content with life. And as the season progresses, you know, we end the year with an eye toward a fresh start for the next year. And it's funny how that always happens, but it's not a specific time of year thing really. We can live a life of gratitude each and every day, no matter the season, and that's exactly what this show is all about. My guests are Nina Lesowitz and Mary Beth Sammons, co-authors of the best-selling Living Life as a Thank You and What Would You Do If You Knew You Could Not Fail, How to Transform Fear into Courage, and the book we will be discussing today, The Grateful Life, The Secret to Happiness and the Science of Contentment. Now, Nina is an award-winning marketing professional who runs Spinergy Energy, I'm sorry, Spinergy Group, which represents authors, corporate clients, and nonprofits, while Mary Beth is an award-winning journalist and author who's contributed to Family Circle, the Chicago Tribune's Lifestyle section, and various online health and wellness websites. And she's the author of 11 books on the women's self-help and health and wellness fields, including Carry Each Other, Getting Through Life's Toughest Times, My Family Collected Memories, and Gifts with Heart. So ladies, welcome to Energy Awareness Radio. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I really appreciate you taking the time to be here. How are Thank you being you so this evening? Much. We're Thank grateful you. to be on. <laughs> and that's what we're here to talk about. Yes, indeed. You know, you guys have written a lot of a lot of books about gratitude. Um, Living Life as a Thank You was one that came out in I think 2009, and it was discussed on the show. And here we are, six years later, with another book on gratitude. Are people not grasping the science behind the role that gratitude plays in making all aspects of life better? Or is it something that is just so ongoing and needs to be reminded to them so that they can learn and, and remember how to do different things so that they are living a life of gratitude? Yeah, I, th- I think it's a growing um, phenomenon. Uh, Mary Beth, did you want to discuss that? Um, sure. I, I mean, I think what happened is is the first book – um, a lot of a lot of changes, a lot of things have changed in our world after the first book. There's been a lot of sadness, you know. Um, the recession got worse. Um, you know, the Sandy Hook, the Boston, you know, marathon bombing, and um, and and people, I think, had to having everything stripped away, have had in general to kind of look deeper and look at the things that are blessings in their lives. Um, and so the the trend or the feeling of looking to gratitude or looking more for blessings seems to have gotten stronger. But at the same time, and Nina would be good to speak to this, the scientific studies are just increasing all the time. They're finding 
more and more evidence that gratitude is a holistic health practice as well, and it really changes you physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Um, and so the research is ramping up, and that's making it come more to the forefront as people are looking for more holistic, you know, additions to their primary health care. So Amin has, you know, actually interviewed the people at the Greater Good Science Center in um, Berkeley. Yeah, I actually attended their Gratitude Summit uh, here in the Bay Area, and they had leading researchers and scientists from across the country discuss their work. Uh, I listened to a doctor from Harvard talk about his studies, which is showing that people who are grateful um, recover from heart attacks and um, they're much less likely to have another heart attack. So these types of studies are taking place at, at the leading universities um, across the country, it's and this was not happening back in 2009. I mean, there was uh, one particular researcher who we spoke about, uh, wrote about a lot in uh, Living Life as a Thank You. Um, he's considered like the godfather <laughs> of gratitude. Um, but since that time, there's been so many more studies conducted about the correlation between, as Mary Beth said, health and uh, the practice of gratitude. That was a $5.5 million project, too, wasn't it? The one at Oh, at, huge. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Huge. Uh, huge. Funding from the John okay. Templeton Foundation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, uh, studying positive psychology, and people will say when I'll start to talk to them in my practice about gratitude, and they'll say, well, T, I I can't be as positive as you all the time. And I say it has nothing to do with being positive. There's a difference. There's a huge right. difference between being positive and having gratitude. And, you know, you don't, you can, it sounds crazy to say you can be negative and still be thankful, but you can because when you're in a place where things are not going well in your life, let's face it, you know, you are allowed to feel those feelings and have those feelings. But if you can find the gratitude and evoke those feelings, you're going to shift everything. I mean, the, you're right, it improves emotional and physical health, everything. Everything just right, changed. right. And uh, speaking of positive psychology, of course you know about Dr. Seligman. He's a mm-hmm. leader in yep. the positive psychology movement. Yeah, well, he and his colleagues at the University of Pennsylvania found that gratitude is a powerful antidote to depression. Mm-hmm. And what I love, these statistics are just mind blowing. When he recommended to his patients that they take time each day to write down three things that went well and why they thought so. 15 days later, almost 95% of the people said they felt significantly less depressed. I mean, Mm -hmm. their scores on a widely used depression inventory dropped by 50%, which is equivalent to the improvement seen with medication or psychotherapy. Yeah, it's amazing what you can do with just a slight shift. I'm going to presume that you're both familiar with the HeartMath Institute as well. Mm -hmm. Howard Martin. Yeah. And his studies and Greg Braden, quantum physicist, who have done studies on gratitude. And it's interesting that when they come up with the different, being a sound therapist, I deal with frequencies a lot. They come up with the frequencies of words. And there are four words in the English language that initiate healing. And it's not the words, that, the way you say the word. It's not the consonants and the vowels or the sound of the word. It's what they evoke within you. And the four words are appreciation, care, compassion, and gratitude. And if you just 
think of something for three minutes, three little minutes. That's not a long time. And think of something that you are very compassionate about or grateful for or that you care about. And for women, I'll say to them, you know, think about your, your firstborn when you held your baby. You know, and think mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Think about it for three minutes. Your cortisol levels drop and your endorphins raise so that there is a 103% span between them. So it's all to the good. Uh, and it lasts for six hours. This is good. Yeah. This is very good. Yeah. Um, oh, Mary Beth, just, we should have interviewed Tila for the book. I know. <laughs> that yeah, was perfect. That's 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 like I would have put that out on Twitter today. I think that's great. That's a great yeah. my final well, My final paper, I mean, we had to come up with something. And do you remember that game, Paku Paku, when you were kids? It was that little, um, oh, the, uh, the Chinese or, or, or Japanese game where you opened and closed little squares and had a number and you'd spell, or, or a, like it would say red, orange, blue, and you'd do R-E-D, and then you'd pick a number and then you'd unfold it. It was origami. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Okay. I made an origami that's based on gratitude. I should send this to you guys. I oh, I love it's it. So cool. you know, it's so cool. <laughs> well, we have final. a blog. Well, after this, we'll write about this because we have a, a, a blog <laughs> and we could do a little feature about this. That's great. Yeah, maybe can you take a photo of it and email it to us? You know what I could do? I don't have a magic phone because I'm working with people all the time. I have an old phone that's a flip phone. What I'll do is I'll email you these things so you can print it out and fold it. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Because I make them myself. I just print them out and fold them and give them to people. And I've gone into offices ah. where, you know, one attorney had one on his desk and his secretary came in and she wasn't doing well. And he said, take this and go do it. I know it works. And I started laughing ah. to myself. I thought that was very interesting. But it's Oh, so this cool. is definitely the next blog post. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love it. It was very, okay. very cool to have that information and to, and to realize that because it tied in with the sound therapy that I do because it's based on frequencies. But there's an yeah. interesting concept that I wanted to ask you about because, let's face it, you two are the, the experts on gratitude. You've got the books and the studies, and you're doing all the research all the time. There is what's considered, and I've heard research done on this, a dark side to gratitude. And at first I didn't get it, but then I did because when that whole feeling things come up, if people are writing just tasks that they completed at the end of the day and say, I'm grateful I got the laundry done, I'm grateful I got the groceries done, I'm grateful, and they're doing that, that's not gratitude. That's no. just writing down things oh. and throwing it away. Yeah. Right. And Sometimes, and, and I don't believe you can ever give too much gratitude, but when you're talking about yourself and what you're grateful for, sometimes you don't do those feelings. And if you're just doing this by rote, then it doesn't have the same effect. Do you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So we, had a, we had a book signing um, together, which I'm from Chicago and um, Nina's from the San Francisco area. And we had one in Marin, and one of the people in the audience actually said that. She said, I'm doing all these gratitude practices, but I just can't feel them. And, mm-hmm. um, and so it sort of speaks to that. Like she was rotely doing things that she read to do to try to, you know, inspire gratitude, but she wasn't getting it on a feeling basis. And, you know, and sometimes one of the things, one of the gratitude exercises we talk about is uh, one of the first things to think about is what are you gratitude? grateful about about your own self and that's very hard to look at yourself and go I love this about me or um, and so that's we kind of recommend trying to do that and then it makes it easier you know to try to tap into what you're grateful for in other people because that's a hard exercise to do (laughs) 
Yeah, no, I, I also think that, uh, like, when, when I speak to people, I say, yeah, don't just write down those three things. I mean, sometimes that becomes an obligation that mm-hmm. you dread, you know. So I, what I what I find is completely transformational is when you give thanks throughout the day. So mm-hmm. throughout the day, you're so that's opening yourself up to feeling grateful, so that you're not taking things for granted. It helps to put you in the moment, so that you know you're not checking things off on your to-do list because your to-do list is all 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 about the future. Right. So uh, be yeah, being grateful for whatever is in front of you or whatever comforts you have at this particular moment in time helps you to just be here now, and that just can open up your heart to all the blessings and and all the amazing, amazing gifts that gratitude can bring to your life. And, and it's great if you start with the younger people. I did a workshop for a group of kids between, I'm going to say, 13 and 17. And I said to them, you know, do you know why you're here? And they said, no. And I said, oh, you're here to learn the secret of life. And they said, oh, yeah. And I said, yeah, does anybody want to tell me what the secret of life is? And, of course, you know, you got all kinds of answers. And they were all good. They were, you know, marriage, um, love, uh, compassion, empathy, all, all kinds of good answers. And I said, the secret to life is gratitude. And they mm-hmm. looked at me, and they, they wondered why. And so I started to explain to them that, you know, if you can just find gratitude in things, first of all, I'm standing here in the United States of America. We have it better than anybody else in the world just because you're in this country. That's number one. Exactly. There you go. There you go. Number two, you got to school today. So you're breathing. You're here. That's something to be grateful for. The breath of air. Isn't it amazing how the universe, how the earth works and that the trees give off the oxygen and take, you know, the bad gases in and give out the good ones so that we can breathe. And it was really interesting to see the aha moments on their face because they then started to realize that there is a whole lot more to be grateful for than just, you know, things. And it was easier to find something about themselves because you can easily look at yourself and say, you know what, I'm, and one of the things I said to them is, you're breathing. And they said, well, yeah. And I said, some people didn't wake up today. They, they didn't get another day. They're not breathing. And that hit home with a lot of kids. Oh, and they I just love really it. Like, wow, you know, like, okay, I get it. It was neat to see it on their faces. You know, the first it's time beautiful. I did the workshop, they were all like hitting each other and playing with their cell phones and stuff. And I was like, these kids, they don't like this. But then the, the woman who had me come in, she said, no, they really liked your workshop best. And I thought, the other people must have did a horrible job because I really thought I stunk. <laughs> no, well, it's just the way they are. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, there's so much old. talk about how today's children expect so much, and that we live in an age of entitlement. So mm-hmm. that that's just such a key message. Yes, it is the secret to life and happiness. Absolutely, yeah. because when you feel entitled, you're not focusing on all of the gifts. You're just taking everything for granted. Exactly, and everything is a gift. I think, (laughs) you know, and that was one of the things to tell them. I said there, I've been told I have many gifts and some of the things that I am told I have gifts about, I think, well, no, I just know how to do that. I can cross stitch. I can sew. I can crochet. I can knit big deal, but it is a gift, but I take it for granted because I do it. And yet I know that I have other gifts that I know about, you know, that I count as gifts when actually, like you said, they all are gifts, but I know there are many more that I haven't even opened yet. 
And it's mm-hmm. the same for them. And I was explaining it to them, saying there are so many more that you haven't opened yet. You don't even know what your gift is yet. You're, you know, you have so much to be grateful for. And the more you're grateful, the more you will see come to you to be grateful for. So we did a little meditation, which was kind of cool. And some of them closed their eyes and they did it. And they actually, a few of them came up afterward and said, I really, I really liked that. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. Oh, I mean, I have the goosebumps because what you're speaking about can potentially just change the world. Yeah, and but gratitude can change the world. And when I exactly. first read teaching children book, gratitude, mm-hmm. yeah, living life as a thank you, I took that almost as a daily thing and kept going through it and going through it and got so much out of it and started passing it on and using it in my practice. And as your books came out, you know, and then when Eileen sent me this one and said, "What do you think?" I said, "Yeah, absolutely. I don't even need to look at the book. Just you know, I I, I do want to <laughs> talk to them because they have so much to say, and it's all good. And sometimes we need to hear things." 10 or 20 times before you get it. Right. And that's what it takes. That's what it takes because you, you get what you get when you're meant to get it, you know, and somebody can be the setup person and somebody can ah. be the pivot person, you know, right. and you've been set up in the pivot, I'm sure, in, in a lot of different instances, you know. I think that, um, you know, just to, to even tell people that gratitude provides, you know, so many benefits to your health and your well-being your prosperity levels, deeper relationships with everyone, better intimate relationships. It it just doesn't stop if you because mm-hmm. you learn that you can cut other people slack. It really is mm-hmm. a lesson in that. And I think you're teaching that very well for all of your books. I don't know if you well, meant to do that you. or not. Yeah, but you're doing it. I'm sure you meant to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and helping people um, with – we've interviewed so many people who have experienced some of the worst of what life, life can throw at you. I mean, gratitude helps people that uh, are going through enormous suffering and crises. And that's just amazing, you know, because you would think that somebody in that position would say, oh, I have nothing to be grateful for. I mean, why me? But yet when we interview these people, they say that gratitude was their life raft. Gratitude by giving thanks to the people that helped them through the storm, you know, that was what lifted them out of that morass of self-pity and uh and just you know this this complete victimhood mentality and and just transform them into people that were able to go on and find happiness in their lives even after horrible things happened to them. So you know, that's, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I, I'm not. We're not energy healers, but and you are. But um, you know, we have I think witnessed that the energy that's created. Um, one of the stories in the book is a friend whose house was completely flooded right before that her husband had had a stroke and was out of work she has two sons in college um you know just a lot of bad things were happening at the same time and when her friend showed up to help her you know clean out everything she owned in her house and put it on her front yard you know all she did was say i'm so grateful i'm so blessed to have so many friends i'm so and you never heard her say oh my gosh i just lost you know, everything in my house. And and what happened with that is that with her energy focused in that way, more things, people started showing up with dinners for her family in her driveway, people she never even met. Um, a church showed up and they said, what can we do to help her? And um, and our the group of friends said, you know, she lost her washer and her dryer and her heater and this is Chicago, you know, 
and the next week they showed up with all of those things and installed them for her free. So it, you know, it was just such a witness of somebody whose energy was focused on, I still have so much. I have all these friends. I have my family. And how the gratitude begot more blessings mm-hmm. for her. Right, mm-hmm. right. I mean, and that really speaks to how uh, a lot of people like to talk about gratitude and abundance. And it's just a really basic law that when you appreciate what you have, more comes to you. I mean, partially because people see that you're appreciative, so they want to give to you because you're appreciating it. And also, it's just scientific literature has shown that when we're happy, good things happen. Not necessarily that we'll only be happy if something good happens to us. And you have to look for the good in things sometimes, too. I mean, I'm sure, you know, when something happens, the first reaction is, I'm grateful for. You know, you're sitting there thinking, a a woman in my neighborhood, her house completely burned to the ground. They lost everything. Every, the house was gone. It was gone on the two nights after Thanksgiving a few years ago, and her daughter was smelling smoke, and that's why they all got out. But they all got out, and she was very grateful. But when it was happening, she's in shock, and she's crying. Of course you're going to go through that. You're grieving. You know, you're gr- right. they've lost everything. There wasn't one well, I, thing I went through that. That, that, the exact, that exact thing happened to me in, in the big Oakland Hills fire when my children were uh. younger. We're very young, and I lost everything. And I remember choosing to be grateful for the fact that that yes, that we that we escaped, but also that we didn't have to run from fire. So we weren't psychologically damaged like some of the people, and we didn't have a house full of antiques. And I didn't have this was actually before. Well, I think it was just when people first started getting home computers. Um, but I remember people lost their manuscripts, things that were completely irreplaceable. So I yeah. just kept thinking, I'm really grateful that the things that I lost are all replaceable. They are right. replaceable. I mean, and my kids were, were really young, as I mentioned. So most of the photos actually I'd sent to grandmas and grandpas, and I was able to get copies of them. So I just kept looking on the bright side. Mm-hmm. That really helped right. a lot. And this was before and I, we wrote the books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's probably one of the catalysts to get you to write the book, right? Right. That, yeah. You know? I mean, sometimes when people are, are complaining just to complain, they're complaining and they're not hearing even what they're saying. I find that they're not, they're not even aware, and it's a whole awareness thing. And, and to try to teach them that and say, listen to what you're saying and use your filter before it comes out of your mouth. And, you know, that's why you have one. And listen to what you're going to say before you say it, and then say it. And if it's, you know, not good, then start thinking about what you just said and think about other people, you know, because it's not just about you. And people don't like it when you say it's not just about you. The world doesn't revolve around you because there are people who really feel that it does. And it doesn't. (laughs) It's that easy, you know. Right, (laughs) right. And And those poor people, if they never get it, and they are going to be miserable to their last breath. It's very sad. It is. And sometimes it comes too late. I do a lot of hospice work, and you will see gratitude in a hospice room, and people will say, how is that even possible? And I'll say, oh, it's absolutely beautiful. It's, it's mm-hmm. crazy, that, it, but it is. I, I can't even mm-hmm. explain it. I just see it and know, wow, okay, there's something beautiful that just happened here. You know, yeah. and, and thank God it did, because there will not be another chance. 
So, you know, that's the, that's the beauty of it. And I think the more you, and you both I'm sure have seen this, the more that you practice gratitude and I consider it, I don't want to say it's a religion, but it is my prayer. It is how I pray throughout the day because Mm -hmm. instead Mm -hmm. of just, you know, you get the money from the clerk and saying, oh, thanks, and leaving. That's just throwing a thank you away. But if you look at them and say, thank you, have a great day, you know, you feel better, they feel better. You don't know what's going on in their world. They just up their vibration. You're doing okay. And you get to walk away and know that that was a prayerful moment because you looked at them in their eyes. You're communing with another person on the planet. I don't know. Maybe, you know. Maybe I'm taking this a bit too far, but that's how I do it. <laughs> you know, oh, no, it's I definitely it. my religion. No, oh, okay, my, a, You know, we went on that, mine too. I, I think it's a very, um, you know, I think if you practice. look at the world with that, it's a spiritual practice, right? But I, I'm laughing. We wrote, or I wrote a blog for this um, the other day about how I was doing something on the phone with, I think, like an AT&T person or something, or information, and the woman said thank you for not just hanging up on me and she kept me on the phone telling me how everybody you know I said just hangs up after they get the number and then I went in to get my coffee and the coffee people said you know here's your drink free today because you always are so nice and say thank you to us and and I just you know pardon me was shocked that doesn't everybody say thank you to you you know um, but but how grateful they were for the small like you were just talking about these small moments are very significant in your life if you just take the time to say, thank you for holding the door for me instead of just walking through. And, you know, um, mm-hmm. when you start, like, you know, doing that throughout your day, people start thanking you and good things start happening. And, and just your, it's back to the energy. You just deliver a different kind of an energy out there. Right. I, there was a, you know, I go to yoga classes and I'm sitting in yoga and who knew that you could actually snap a yoga mat. I learned this because the woman came in oh. who was going to be next to me and she snapped her yoga mat. And I thought, I did not know you could whip that like a whip. That is really interesting. And I sat there trying to compose <laughs> myself before yoga. And I thought, wow, did not see that coming. So she sat down and she's huffing and puffing and moaning and groaning. And I said, what's going on? And she said, it took me forever to get here. I'm rushing. I was behind a person who was so slow. We got stuck at a light. She said, I'm glad I made it. And I said, well, this is yoga. So just chill, you know, and you can just chill out and everything's yeah. good now. She said, you don't understand. And I said, you know what? Maybe it's not me that doesn't understand I'll be bold here and go out on a limb and say, maybe you don't understand. She said, what do you mean? I said, how do you know that the universe didn't orchestrate somebody going slower in front of you to slow you down because you were rushing to yoga and maybe you were going to have an accident or maybe you were going to cause an accident? How do you know? You kind of don't know. And she just looked at me and goes, oh, okay, yeah, I guess, I guess. You know, (laughs) but she had a better practice because – she did think about that, and afterwards she said, you know, I thought about what you said throughout the practice, and you're right, I really probably shouldn't drive as crazy as I do. I could hurt someone or myself. I said, yeah, and if you hurt yourself, well, that's up to you. Go ahead. I don't care if you want to take yourself out. Right. Just don't take anybody else with you. That's right. not fair. You can't do that. That's wrong. Well, she <laughs> so got, a, she got a piece of what you were saying, definitely. Yeah, yeah, she absolutely she should drive did. slower. But what yeah, you were talking it, about was much larger, and I think it's great right. that, that you do have those types of real conversations with people. That's, I really commend that, you for that. 
That's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, not a total stranger, but but sometimes a total stranger. I mean, you don't know what's going on with the clerk behind right. the counter if they're in a bad mood. They could have gotten horrific news before they, you know, came to right. work today. A lot, of, exactly. a lot of things can happen after you wake up in the morning. You wake up and that phone rings and it can be anything. And you still go right. to work and you're not in the greatest mood. You know, just try to be nice to the people and say something nice. And I'm sure you've also seen that through the awareness, when you meet somebody, you can kind of just tell they live a life of gratitude. These people live from their heart. They're truly living from their heart. Just know it. And I met a woman three years ago, and I could tell first meeting. First meeting, I knew, wow, she lives from her heart. I'm going to like her. And we get along great, and we work together now, and and I see her all the time, and and she knows I'm a worker, and I know she's a worker, and it's it, it, it is an an equal, you know, sharing of really being thankful and grateful that the other person is able to help and, and appreciative. And it's not just, you know, saying it, it's actually living it. And you can tell, and you want those people in your life, but you also find more people come into your life the more you start living this way. And they will help you more with little things, you know, that come up if they see you need something. So, and you have some great exercises in your book, too, for people to do. We wanted to talk about some of those. What's your favorite? What's your favorite one to tell somebody to to do to quickly launch them out of? Well, there's a one very, very simple one because I struggled with insomnia for so many years and a number of people, actually it's, it's so common. And so what you can do is you can just take the alphabet and go through it. I do this at night when I can't fall asleep. You go through A and you think of something that begins with the letter A that you're grateful for, B, C. And as you're going through the alphabet, you will find that you start to relax. And and then if you think about it, if that's what you're thinking about right before you fall asleep, you're going to end up having a better night's sleep as well. And wake up happy too. Yeah, yeah. So I I love that practice. It's, It's very simple and it works. I have to say, I loved that one when I read it, too, because I thought, well, this is a good idea. I'm going to do this. And I haven't done it mm-hmm. yet. But I- <laughs> yeah, it's not, I'm going to do it, too, the next night I'm up. But uh, my one that I find really effective, because I'm, you know, having been a, being a writer, and I find that, like, I, mem- I remember things better if I physically write them down. You know, it just somehow makes it more real to me when I do that. And um, so I keep a journal, and this You've probably heard this before, but I keep a journal next to my bed, and I wake up in the morning, and I write. There's many things that come immediately to mind. Maybe it was something I had a dream about, but something that um, I want to be my intent for the day that I'm looking forward to or I'm grateful for that this day is going to bring to me or, you know, or saying I'm just grateful for whatever happens. And then at the end of the day, I write down things that happened that were good. And, and you know, it's been a rough couple of years for me. My mother passed away and I lost a job at one point and I've been struggling, you know. And so I found that it really changed my whole focus instead of looking at like this is gone, this is lost, this is this person did this, you know, in the middle of that and um it really was life giving to start and say, Well no, but in this also happened and it really helped me through the grief process to look at the things that you know, you're still grieving, but but looking at what you were grateful for from that person. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I have a couple of people who have lost loved ones in the past year, and they need to go through the grieving process, and you cannot 
put a time limit on it. I hate it when people say, well, the year's up, get over it. Really? Right. Some people take right. a little longer. Some people take a little right. less. You know, so it's up to each individual person. If it gets to be three years, then you need to really go to therapy, though, if you're at a point where you can't work and do things. You really need to go into right. some type of, you know, because that, that's just not good. You're not moving forward at all. But a lot of times when it gets to a certain point, I can almost feel it out and I'll say, you know, you really need to start thinking of things that what are you grateful for about you and what's going on in your life now? Because I'm sure your loved ones want to see you move forward. And if you can try to do that, and I can't tell you how many people have started gratitude journals because of it. I mean, I've been doing Sarah Van Breitnick's, um mm-hmm. gratitude <laughs> journal since she started it, you know. And oh, that was a long it, time it, ago, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and every night it's five things. And the first year I did it, it was five things that I was grateful for that happened to me. And at the end of the first year, I thought, I don't know, this doesn't feel right to me. It doesn't feel comfortable. So what I opted to do from then on was five things that I was grateful for that I was able to do for someone else. And it could have been anything. It could have been, you know, just right. even a thank you to the clerk, you know, something like that, because they were having a bad day. So there are different ways, I think, for people to change their perspective. And if you can give mm-hmm. them the tools, you know, um, one of the tools in your book that I personally liked, because this is a pet peeve of mine, is, you know, the writing of thank you notes. So many oh, people yeah. just don't do that anymore. They, you know, yes. a shower, a wedding gift. And, you know, I'm giving you $500 for your wedding. I'm expecting a card in the mail. I'm not expecting an email. I'm expecting a card in the mail. Please take the time. That may be wrong, <laughs> but it's what I expect. You know, I gave you 500 bucks. <laughs> you know, come on. And, and, and you know, we, that that story, I agree with you completely. We agree with you. I, that story, the, the thing is that so many people have lost, the, like, how do I write a thank you note? Because they text mm-hmm. or they do emails or they um you know, I heard a story the other day. Someone was in the beauty parlor or something, and she was talking about how she just got a text from her nephew saying, thank you for the gift, and I hope you understand that his wife is busy taking her finals in schools and won't be able to write thank you notes. So there is text to all the relatives for their wedding gifts. And, I mean, oh, my horrified. God. I know. She was horrified. The whole beauty parlor was horrified. But... So we included in the book um, kind of a how-to that we found yeah. of, you know, here are some steps. If you don't remember how to write a thank you note, um, here <laughs> is what it is. No, I mean, I, I told my children that they weren't allowed to use the gift or even right. uh, move it from its place on the table until the thank you note was written. Mm-hmm. Well, you oh, try right. those in common courtesy. Some people don't, though, and especially in this day of technology, you know. I, I, I mean, I tell people all the time, I, there's this one woman I went to lunch with, and she was sitting there texting the whole time. And, again, I do not have a magic phone. And I said to her, if you don't stop, I'm going to leave. I'm giving you five minutes. And she didn't stop, so I left. Three hours later, she called me and said, where are you? And I said, are you kidding me? It took you three hours to figure out I wasn't sitting opposite you? Are you kidding me? And she said, it wow. hasn't been three hours. I said, I had to come home. I had two clients. I've seen two clients in the time that it took you. So that's three <laughs> you hours. Yeah. yeah, that's three hours, honey. So, you know, you find your own ride home. I can't come get you. I have a full schedule. I was like, sorry. <laughs> it's just wow. crazy. Yeah, the thank you note. So with that thank you note thing, it, it bothered me so much that last year I'm on the board of trustees for my local chamber of commerce. And um we needed to come up with an idea to raise money for a scholarship fund. So I said, let's do a gratitude challenge. And they said, what are we going to do? I said, you write either a note a month 
a note a week or a note every two weeks, or you can do one a day. You sign up for these and you pay $10, $20, $50, or $100 to do that. And everybody thought, why do I have to pay to write a thank you note? Now you're telling me to go out and get thank you notes and actually write them and put them in the mail. And I said, yes, that's what we're going to do. And you have to get cards that don't say thank you on the front because you need to write that word in the thank you note. And they're like, all right, so why do we pay this money just for the scholarship fund? They said, well, if you do it once a month, you'll have 12 chances at a door prize at the end of the year. If you do it once a week, you'll have 52. If you do it once every two weeks, you'll have 26. And if you do it once a day, you have 365 chances at this big basket of pampering self-care stuff that I will go out and get people to volunteer to, you know, donate. And they were like, okay, we did it. We raised $230. It wasn't a lot of people, but I can't tell you how many people have emailed me and said, I really like doing this. It's so nice to write a note. And I thought, wow, I did not expect that. That's wow. great. I like That's that. Another, we're going to have to, you know, are you taking notes, yeah. Mary Beth? Because we're going to have yeah, to yeah. in the next yeah. book. <laughs> I, I love that idea. That's great. And the thing that we also talk about a lot is not just thanking somebody for a gift, but also just taking the time to write your appreciation for somebody who is in your life, just writing right, yeah. what you appreciate, writing down what you appreciate about them and sending it to them, which can make yep. a massive it's- difference. Even if I keep little post-it notes in my car and with a pen, and sometimes, and I don't go out shopping a lot because I'm in an area that's in the boonies and I don't have time. And if I do have to drive to the mall, it's 30, you know, 30 minutes away, and I make sure I have a list of everything I need. But I'll go in, and at one place I was looking for something specific, and the woman was so helpful. And I got everything, and I said, thank you so much. And I walked back up to her, and I said, thank you. But she was on the phone, so I knew, you know, but I wanted her to see. And I left. I went out to my car, and I wrote on the little 4 by 4 post-it note, thank you so much for all your help. I really appreciate the time that you took with me. And I brought it back in and stuck it under a note. And she hung up before I got to the door, and she came running over to me. And she goes, "Thank you for writing that note." And I said, "Well, you really mm. made a difference in my life. I get to leave early now. I don't have to spend the rest of the time in this mall. You know, I don't like malls, and I just get to go back to do what the life that I'm living." And she was very grateful. And I told them, "You can do that too, as long as you write thank you. You don't have to mail it, but you do have to write it. Right? You know. And there's plenty of opportunities of the day, but the each day to do that. But the more you become aware of them." the more you'll see, and people have noticed changes. They've noticed great changes in their lives. And they said, gee, I really, I, I wish I chose to do this, you know, once a week instead of once a month. And I said, well, there's always next year. So we're going to do it again and see if we can get more people. Because it really was a kind of interesting exercise to get people on the path to just trying to just right. see where their gratitude is. Yeah, I kind of liked that one. That was neat, you know. That's great. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I so am taking one, notes here. <laughs> I you know, also, uh, we, we haven't talked about uh, appreciation in the workplace, but what uh, another idea that I absolutely love, we didn't include this idea in the book, but I've read about it since then, and that is that just like we can journal, gratitude journal can make you so much happier, an office can keep a journal in the form of a bulletin board. So you can call that a gratitude wall and that, and so people, employees can go up there and tack on, you know, a post-it note or whatever, just a note of appreciation for specific, for their fellow employees. Oh, that's no, great. I'm right now. I'm taking I love that. Yeah, and in fact, um, and and actually, yeah, the Administration and Finance Office of uh, UC Berkeley created an appreciation platform 
um, that they are that they feed into a kudos web page that publicly oh. highlights, oh, yeah, each uh, cool. each other's recognitions. That is wicked cool. I like that a lot. That's a good one. I'm writing that down because in the book you yeah. have the ninety-five um, cult. Of, you know the word banks and trust help. Uh, applaud, navigate, no. Mm, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Mary Beth and yeah. I could talk for hours about mm-hmm. gratitude in the workplace because we think that's huge. But I love this idea, this uh, gratitude wall. And actually, yeah. you shouldn't just write, I'm thankful for coffee. What you should write is, I'm thankful to so-and-so who makes the coffee mm-hmm. right, every yeah. morning. Right. You know, right. that kind of thing. And yep. just think about how that can transform the energy in a workplace it absolutely can the whole thing of gratitude is everything's energy including your thoughts and all the words that we have and if you just use the right words and evoke the feelings you know because you can just say oh thanks a lot you know oh thanks i mean we'd all do that you know thank you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you're not evoking that feeling until you really put it into place and and if you really say it, the other person gets it, and it changes the energy in the room, even if there's – it's kind of like when you walk in a room and you say, oh, the air was so thick you could cut it with a knife. And then somebody turns on a radio or something, and all of a sudden the energy starts to shift because different mm-hmm. people are coming in. you know, Or vice versa, a very positive group, and somebody depressed comes in and has more power, it seems, their depression. Now everybody's getting really down about it. you know. So nobody wants to deal with that. But this wall, I like this wall. That's a mm-hmm. great idea. Yeah, so one thing good idea, and we, you know, speaking of energy change in not just the workplace, but um, one of the women in our book was diagnosed with breast cancer, and so she was entering the healthcare system, which was is a frightening place for somebody who's just been told that they have breast cancer, uh, and she did this greatest thing. She would, before any procedure, she went out and got like gift cards for, uh, you know, coffee or something small and and she wrote thank you notes to every technician every doctor every you know physician assistant that was in on her case and um said before you start you know before the procedure she would hand it to them and say thank you so much for the care you are going to be giving me you know i would love to just have this be a positive environment in this room and so i thank you for you know not saying negative things and to just to keep this all very positive She's cured, and she really believes that it was the energy she put out in gratitude. It was. You know, just yep. letting the nurses and people know how grateful she was for what their care that healed her. Yeah, it definitely was. I know it was on a frequency level. I absolutely agree with you 100%. Yeah. I just know it. Yeah, I absolutely do. When I, um, I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer in 2006, and so I had to have a radical hysterectomy. And when the doctor said, you have ovarian cancer, I looked at him and I said, okay, this is not good news. <laughs> so, he says, well, you're the oncologist, right? And he goes, yeah. I said, so you take care of the cancer? He said, yeah. I said, okay. So you're going to get rid of it. And he goes, right. I said, all right. So I left. And he looked, you know, he called me that night and he said, where did you go? I thought you went to the ladies' room. I said, no, I went and talked to your nurse. I scheduled the surgery for the Monday before Thanksgiving. I'll be home on like Tuesday. He goes, you'll be home on Thursday. I said, no, I'll probably be home on Tuesday. We're just going to get this done because I, quite frankly, I have too much on my plate and I need to step away from the buffet. So you said you're taking care of it. I'm done. So thank you very much for what you're going to do. I appreciate it. I need to take care of this. And this was like in October. 
So November comes, they do the surgery. The woman in the room next to me did not have surgery. I don't know what she had done. And the nurses were getting upset with her because she kept hitting her damn button all night. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't get any sleep. I have to go home. And the next morning, the doctor comes in, and I said, okay, I'm going home. And he said, we'll keep you till Thursday. I said, not a negotiation. I'll be compliant, and I'm going home. I'm well. So he said, all right. So then all the tests came back, and they got all the cancer. Everything was great and fine and wonderful. But I sincerely believe it was because I had set the intention that I was thanking him for taking care of it because he said he'd do it, and I believed him. Yeah. And I said, I trust wow. you. You said you'd take care of it. I'm not – I don't have time. i got stuff to do, and I'm not going anywhere yet. <laughs> and he said to me, I never met anybody like you. And I said, oh, well, <laughs> you know, what are you going <laughs> to do? Yeah. But it was, you know, if you do the gratitude ahead of time, like you already have obtained the thing, you will get it. You will. There's no doubt in my mind. It's the faith of a mustard seed with absolutely no doubt you can move mountains. And when you have that gratitude, you don't have that doubt. Right. Beautiful. That's my little thing. Actually, there's a beautiful poem. I was wondering if you ladies would mind if I read it. And it says author unknown. It's the gratitude prayer. Oh, yeah. And I just thought that was wonderful. Is that okay if I read it on here? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Okay, this is a gratitude prayer. Be thankful. Be thankful that you don't already have everything you desire. If you did, what would there be to look forward to? Be thankful when you don't know something, for it gives you the opportunity to learn. Be thankful for the difficult times. During those times, you grow. Be thankful for your limitations, because they give you opportunities for improvement. Be thankful for each new challenge because it will build your strength and character. Be thankful for your mistakes. They will teach you valuable lessons. Be thankful when you're tired and weary because it means you've made a difference. It is easy to be thankful for the good things. A life of rich fulfillment comes to those who are also thankful for the setbacks. Gratitude can turn a negative into a positive. Find a way to be thankful for your troubles and they can become your blessings. It's really too bad that that's an author who's unknown, because I think it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I true. Love that. So true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for including Perfect. in the book, because I had never heard that before, and I thought, oh, okay, this is something I have to now implement in my life. I like this. You know, <laughs> there are so many things in here that people can learn from that are quick and easy, and just going through it, it uh, it will re- it really is life changing. Gratitude, and if they buy any one of your books that you've written. The holidays are here, listeners, you know, go out and look up these authors. It's Nina Lesowitz and Mary Beth Sammons. And if you find any of their books, buy them, give them as gifts. You're giving something greater than, you know, an iPad, which I guess is real popular right now. (laughs) 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 You know, I think it's a better gift than that, you know. And if you're going to give the iPad, give them the ability to go and get the ebook. I'm sure these are ebooks, and you can, you know, they can look that up because it really is. You're giving something that is, you know, you can't take that away from someone. It's not a material thing. A house burning down is not going to take away the gratitude, you know. And and you've been through that, so you know. So I, I just look at the, these books and all that you people have done, all that you you both have done, and all the work that you do, and it's uh, it's very it's very noble work and it's very, you're making a difference. You're making a huge impact in the world. And uh, it's, it's wonderful to see that. And we applaud you for that. So, you know, and uh, thank you for the work that yeah, you that's do. Very nice. yeah. As we're speaking, I actually remember speaking to you back in 2009. I remember just feeling such a 
sense of energy when I got off the phone with I you. Yeah, you're amazing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh speaking yeah. of uh, one of the other benefits of gratitude, uh, gratitude is actually studies at the University of California, Davis, and University of Miami showed that experiencing gratitude balances hormonal levels and led to the release of the anti-aging hormone. <laughs> So when you're giving this gift (laughs) of uh, learning about how to practice gratitude, you're helping people in so many ways and also helping to keep them young. (laughs) Sure, you're lengthening those telomeres that we all have on the end of our DNA strands in order to stop the the wrinkling that's going on. You know, it's it's the gift of total (laughs) well-being. Yeah, like you said at the very beginning, there's just, just myriad benefits. Yes, absolutely. There's, there are just so many. We are almost at the top of the hour, but before I go, I, I would love to thank both of you very much for you know joining us here on Energy Awareness Radio. And if you would tell our listeners how they can learn more about you and where they may purchase your books. Well, actually, we would love it if people would like our Facebook page. So that is the Gratitude Book on Facebook. And that's actually the same as our website blog that Mary Beth mentioned. It's called, it's www, the gratitude, I'm sorry, the grateful life book.com. And they can find the book at bookstores throughout the United States, in independent bookstores, in the chains like Barnes and Noble, and also online. So that's great. You know, I, I really thank you a lot for coming here. I know it's uh, it's difficult. You're doing book tours. I'm sure this time of year is probably very busy. We're just getting off of a holiday, but we really do appreciate your taking time to spend it here with all of us. You know. And, uh, yeah, we're just very, very grateful for that in a, in a very big way. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. To be, be able to talk about this and, and to actually to talk to somebody who's so into it and gave us so many great new ideas. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just so different. I mean, sometimes uh, I talk to interviewers who don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, and everything you said was so spot on and beautiful. So thank you so much for that. Well, you're quite welcome. But as I read the book, I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know? I just love it when that happens. You know, you really resonate with the book really, really well. So listeners, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. You know, we live in a very challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do, to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life we are meant to live, productively, healthfully, purposefully, and gratefully. This is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this show that you just listened to to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so that they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T. Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show here at Energy Awareness Radio. So go ahead and get out your calendar and make a note of it now so you remember to tune in. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find an archive list of past shows, the lineup for upcoming shows, as well as information about other upcoming events I'm hosting throughout the year. 
including upcoming Crystal Bowl singing concerts. And if you're not in the area or you can't make a concert, you can order my CD, Imagine, from my site, as well as my new CD, The Healing Sounds of Christmas, which was released on October 1st, and it's now available on my site as well. That CD contains 26 traditional Christmas carols played in a non-traditional way because the instrument is a quartz crystal harp. And that is a new instrument. The patent is still pending, and I think there's only like five of us in the world who own it. So go ahead and check that out. I'm told the music is hauntingly beautiful, and it's selling quickly. So go to my website and check that out. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at NRG Aware Radio. That's at NRG Aware Radio. I am your host, T. Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well. It's not a handy 